God bless you. We're in. We're in wherever you are today. God bless you. It is hashtag Christian Straight Talk. Welcome to the other side of Christmas. There is another place. It is January. We've stepped into January. It's hashtag Christian Straight Talk. Whoever you are, wherever you are, we thank God for your life because you are blessed and highly favoured. God is walking with you. And wherever you are, don't allow this world to grab hold of you. Simon, it's January. It's the first Thursday of recording and how are you feeling yeah well january ben, good morning <laughs> everyone and uh, great love to you all and uh, uh, it's going to be an exciting year but it's going to be a year 2024 ben where where there's going to be more battles there's going to be stronger amen. battles there's going to be amen because the blessings are going to be stronger the blessings are going to be much greater and january uh, my friends if you're out there is always <laughs> a long dark month in it january oh, it just it's so drags long drags on so long you just come out of <clears throat> out of christmas you know sort of celebrating christmas and, and new year praise god for that but what we want to do we want to kick off uh first one in 2024 we want to say that this year we want to encourage you yeah come on Jesus and we want to give you the tools to go into 2024 to be victorious over strongholds and anything like that in your life that's holding you back the chains that are holding you back we want to give you encouragement to break them chains Mm. to live the life that you were made to live and Ben, we've just been watching a couple of little bits through the YouTube and people tell you, you know, these are the things that you, God doesn't want you to do, God doesn't want you to worry, this, that and the other, but very rarely do they give you the actual tools to, to get on and, and, and complete the deal. Do you know what I mean? Uh, so Yeah, true. So we uh, we want to be doing that, Ben, this year, don't we? As, as, as uh, we... We want to be advancing the kingdom, Ben, one podcast at a time. And and, and we came <coughs> up with something. Uh, it did. What <laughs> we was only that? got a couple of brain cells between us. The pair two, of us to be- <laughs> two, one, one each. And this morning I thought I ain't got anything. <laughs> Some of them get knocked about, don't they? But we kind of think, you know, my friends, this is this is church. What we're doing. This is this is church. What we are doing, talking and praying. And bringing scriptures to each other, and then if the Lord has got anyone on the other side listening to us, that's a bonus, you know. So what we are doing is literally church, because church is everywhere we are. You are, because you are the body of Christ, and that's what's really important. You know, it's not about getting into the four walls of the building; it's understanding that the kingdom of God is living within you. And do you realize who you are? And wherever you are, you know, you can break bread wherever you want to break bread and take it a cup. You can do that wherever. You don't need the priests, you don't need the pastors and the leaders because you are filled with the Holy Spirit and you are part of the body. And the question is, what part are we? Ben, I think what you said is is very true and I think it's it's got massive connotations for people out there. You don't have to be, um, listen to this, you don't have to be, you know, shaved, showered and and dressed to your best to go into church and 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 receive Jesus. No, 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 because listen, my friends, Jesus will meet you wherever you are. Wherever you're at. Wherever you're at. And and you may be sitting, lying on a couch, you may be lying in bed, you may be in a car, you may be on a train, you may be whatever you're doing, mm. Jesus will meet you. That's right. And do you feel weary? Like the month, you mentioned January. Long, dark, cold, 
where the wind is blowing. If you're living in the UK and listening to this, we've experienced <laughs> such powerful storms. Yeah. The physical is only doing what the spiritual realms are doing. We're, we're in a battle stage. But do you feel weary? Do you feel worn? Do you feel hopeless? Do you feel that your faith has taken such a battering? But, but remember, the battle belongs to the Lord. And we want to make sure that we make it so clear of how do we get ourselves into the position of faith. Well, the simple answer to that is faith comes from hearing the message and the message is heard through the word of God. So any instruction, if I want to break out of worry, if I want to break out of fear, if I want to break out of anything like that, I've got to speak God's word over my life. That is clear. And this morning, uh, the title of the podcast, or the two podcasts that we're looking to do this morning is, Do You Know Who My Father Is? Wow. Do You Know Who My Father Is? And and what you just said there, Ben, you know, the battle belongs to the Lord. That's a great scripture. It's from 2 Chronicles, Ben, twenty fifteen to 17. It says, The Lord says this to you, Do Be not afraid, for the battle is not yours, but God's. You need not fight this battle. Take your positions and stand and witness the salvation of the Lord. Do not fear, for the Lord is with you. Come on, that's that's what we need. I don't know, brother or sister, whoever you are on the other side of the mic, but I feel like Paul, that is sailing in a vessel called the UK, and we are at a storm place at this moment in time, and I'm waiting for God to send an angel to strengthen me, to strengthen you, because God told Paul through the voice of the angel, in the middle of that storm, when the the boat, it says the vessel took such a massive battering that the vessel was going to sink, but God said, you're going to make it. And I want to let you know with Simon that you're going to make it through the storm because do you know who my father is? And that's massive. And we're going to really do a dive into this this morning. And, and Ben's right. I mean, you you may have if you've ever had something on your mind twenty four seven, something that just draining. won't leave you. Do you know, people <clears> go, well, pray about it, and so you you think, oh, well, I will pray about it, but but then that helps for a little while, but it, it's still there. It's coming back, and and uh, say scripture. Well, yeah. So you say scripture, but it's still the struggle is still there. You say, I mean, the big thing now is. You know, if you've got a mental health and all that stuff, they, they come out with, you need to talk to someone. But you can't be with someone 24 hours a day. So no. So you, you still live with yourself. The The thing is, Ben, we've got to call God into the battle, ain't we? We've got to call him down because the book that we read from has been Holy Spirit inspired, written by 40 authors, written over a time span of 1,900 uh, 1,496 years, just under 1,500 years. It's got history, it's got kings, it's got judges, it's got wars, it's got absolutely love stories in it, it's got salvation, it's got everything in it. And what I'm saying is that's God's book to the world. So he has to fulfill his promises and his mission for us. But what I'm not good at is calling him in. And... We've got to call him in. And we haven't got to be timid about this because... We've got to be bold. We've got to be bold because... You've got to be radical. You know, uh, Paul says in in, uh, in <clears throat> Timothy, didn't he? He says, you know, we haven't been given a spirit of, of fear, but of, of power and strength and of might. And yeah. 
But the, we have an enemy out there who's strong and determined, who knows the Bible better than we do, who believes the Bible, he knows that, and he wants to derail us. Hmm. And he knows that if he can beat us in our minds, then he's got us. That's where the, that's where the issue is. Not sleeping well, sleep patterns have gone out the window, diet's all got to do with it, work pressure, finances, church, church ain't making it anymore, church don't <laughs> give it to me anymore, it never actually has. So you're thinking, you're looking at everything, you're analysing everything in life, but now is the time when God is saying, you've got to step out and you've got to follow me and trust me. Exactly. Trust. Trust. You've got to trust. trust. You've got to trust. put faith, you know, trust in the Lord with all your might, that is the truth. How did, there's a couple of people in the Bible, you know, how did they deal with this stuff? Because oh. these, the people in the Bible, Ben, they weren't exempt from this stuff, were they? I mean, I, I think if we, we choose one, we, we could choose uh, David, who was probably the greatest, well, he was the greatest king, wasn't he, of, of, of the Israelite yeah, yeah, nation. Yeah. yeah, he made mistakes, Ben. He made, he made mistakes, mistakes every day, young. every he time he breathed. He made a mistake when he, was, when he was older. But that's uh, only the ones that were being recorded. <laughs> That, so even with the ones that are recorded, there's loads. So every day gives me comfort to think that these great men and women that we read about, Esther and all these people that you read about in the Word of God, they they were human beings following the God of Israel, but their lives were very messy, Don't very, we, very messy. Listen, you know, they didn't they didn't walk around with no struggles. They all had... Massive struggles. struggles. And and David calls it out, Ben, doesn't he? In in Psalm 40, you know, if hmm. the whole psalm is about him crying out to the Lord and, and uh if we just kick it off, he says he says in, in Psalm 40, right at the start, he says, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined to me. He heard my cry. Hmm. He also brought me up out of a horrible pit out of the miry clay, and he set my feet upon rock and established my steps. He has put a new song in my mouth, praise to our God. Many will see it and fear and will trust the Lord. So he's calling out, he's calling out in Psalm 40, Ben. He's saying, Lord, I need you. I waited patiently for the Lord. Patience is so difficult when you're in the midst of a storm, when you're looking for the answers to life and you feel that God has gone quiet. You feel that you're, you're the only one on earth that God isn't listening to and you're fighting and you're trying to hold it together. You've got Christmas just rolled out. Put it on the credit card. Put it on debt. You know, trying to keep up with the Joneses. You're back to work. You're in the full swing of work again. The line manager's coming at your rear rolls. Church ain't making it anymore. The family are all upside down, inside out. Everything is wayward and you're trying to follow this invisible Jesus. And that's just your problems. That's just me. I've just it's Monday morning. <laughs> that's when I opened one and eye. I haven't even got out of bed yet. I just opened one eye. <laughs> but it's the truth, Ben, because we have a God that wants you to reach out to him because he wants you to be more than you can ever be. He wants you to live a life full in an abundance, trust. but in trusting in him. He, and all this stuff that we continually tell you about, this stuff that we carry around, this baggage, he wants you to give it to him. But how do we do that? We call him in. We call him into our battles, Ben. We call him into our battles and we say to to our struggles, do you know who my father is? Do you know who my father is? Do you know who my father is? And who are we actually saying that to? We're saying that to the 
demonic forces that are coming against us, Ben. The darkness believe, of the world. And believe me, I'm going to tell you a couple of stories, uh, uh, maybe in part two, where, where this has happened. And, and believe me, the the results are, you know, are cannot be argued with. You know, look what he says right at the end of this Psalm 40, Ben. He says, let all those who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. Let such as love your salvation say continually, the Lord be magnified. But I am poor and needy, yet the Lord thinks upon me. You are my help and my deliverer. Do not delay, O oh my God. He's crying out. To t- he's crying out. If you take Psalm 40 then as your prayer, if you take that Psalm 40, now this this is something to use. So this is an answer to, well, how do I get out of my problems? Because when you look at each verse line by line, and if you was to, to take that and to study each line, that is a powerful prayer to pray. It is God's word coming from God's man as the human being, but as the king, as the shepherd, as an ordinary human being that's got failings on every level, but also anointed and called. So this is come, some, coming from someone that has been inspired to write these psalms that God has used. So when you look at Psalms 40, the full uh, 17 verses are really powerful words to pray. Uh, they're massive, Ben. And look, look, at, look at, um, at David's attitude. Like, he's the king. It's, the, he's, you are he's, looking at the king now. He's achieved all he has throughout all the battles. So he's, he's got won. everything, he's, he's got every, he's the, but he's, he's still the, missing it. He's the king. And look what there he goes. He says, but I am poor and needy. How, how humble he becomes because he knows before God he's nothing. I've got nothing. Without nothing him, without I'm nothing. Him nothing. In verse 17 it says, but as for me, I am poor and needy. May the Lord think of me. What more do you want than the Lord to think of you? Because when the Lord thinks of you, I am poor and needy. So this land that I'm governing is not mine. This palace is not mine. But we we attach ourselves to materialism. We ta- attach ourselves to to financial gain. If I haven't if I haven't got money, if I haven't got a castle, if I haven't got four cars on the drive, tellies in every room, I'm nothing. When David has actually got everything, he's got the nation, and he said, "I'm poor and needy." And whoever you are out there, if you think the Lord doesn't know you, he knows you. Your name was was uh, on them nails that, that went into his, into his exactly. hands. Your name is on the palm of his hands. He your knows name, you. Your name is on that nail that went right through his skin, and as it punctured his skin, it got blood washed, and your name is blood washed on the nail of hope, on three nails of hope. But David is is so honest it's so honest. But as for me, I am poor and needy. May the Lord think of me. You are my helper and my deliverer. You are my God. Do not delay. There's no church language in that. No church language at all. No religious language. No. Get yourself to college. Become a reverend. No. You are an apostolic, devil whipping, prophetic, evangelical. <laughs> You know, prophetic man. You want man. to know Jesus? Well, get yourself sorted. Go to the nearest church. No, no, no. He's, he's find right yourself across where you are. Make yourself across get at on scaffold your knees, Get on the floor. Do whatever you need to do. Call God into your battle. Whatever your battle is, yeah. call Him in there. Do you know who my Father is? That is the call out, the crying, mm. and the 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 battle cry if you like the battle cry 2024 that's the battle cry yeah. do you know who my father is yeah 
What 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 would be a great idea? Hallelujah. To get across, make yourself across, get yeah, some sticky yeah. notes, and whatever is holding you back, write on a sticky note and pin it to the cross. Pin it to the cross and call in your father, calling God into the battle because as we've said, the battle is his, it's not yours. He doesn't want you to go battling away. No. Struggles won't go, they'll still be there. But the power mm. of that struggle will be gone, Ben. That's the thing. That's the thing. And I, I think what, what we've got going on as well is a lot of people are looking at their lives, looking at their life at this moment and thinking, is this actually it? Because what I've got is a life that is a very worldly life because I've been made into a person that has to conform to the pattern of this world when the Bible says, do not conform to the pattern of this world but have your minds renewed and transformed and what it says from there on in. But do not conform. But we've conformed, not because we are weak, but because we trusted systems, church, religion, governments, work. We trust, we've trusted people and we've got ourselves in a snare. We, we have, yeah, material stuff. And, and if you, this, this is a time of year when... When the presents have been unwrapped, when they're sitting on the shelves, when when uh, when uh, it, it, you think, I feel empty. I feel more empty, and do you know what? The more you have materially, the more empty you are. Because David mentioned you can't get anyone more than David at this particular point. He had point. everything. Ben. He had everything. He, he looked across the top of his rooftop. The world was his. Everything was his at that particular point. But he said, I'm poor and needy. So you can go after the career. You can be at the top of the Canary Wolf. You can be at the top of your game. You can be, you know, at the top of the Shard. You can be the top of your game. Look out across the window of London or wherever you are in your office block, in your life, and think, this is all meaningless. This is all meaningless because there is a God-given vacuum that can only be filled with the Holy Spirit. So when we are fighting our battles with ourself and our own mind and fear is running rampant within each and every one of us and we're living our lives materially, not because because we've been thrown this lie out there. The Prosperity Church has thrown the, the fishing line out there and hooked many on the fishing line of you're going to be rich, you're going to be wealthy, you're going to have this, God wants you this, God wants you that. When David had everything, the complete opposite to the prosperity gospel, I'm poor and I'm needy. And poor and unneedy, yeah. And, and, and I've got battles. Another great example of David, which is happens, Ben, when he, when he made, a, no one really can understand or, or whatever why he, he suddenly went and joined the Philistines, didn't he? He was fighting <laughs> them, and then he, he went to join them, didn't he? Yeah. You know, because of all what was going on. Um, and uh, the the, uh, the Philistine commander gave him a town called Ziklag. Ziklag. Um, and and they was uh, away. They left all their wives and children and all their livestock there, and they went away to, to do a bit of raiding or whatever they did. And when they came back to Ziklag, they found that the, the Amalekites had invaded Ziklag and had taken away everything. And... It says, Ben, in, in uh, 1 Samuel 30, uh, starting at 4, it said, Then David and the people who were with him lifted up their voices and wept until they had no more power to weep. And David's two wives, 
uh, they've got their names here, and Abigail, the widow of Nabal, uh, had been taken captive. Now David was greatly distressed, it says, for the people spoke of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man and his sons and his daughters. But David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. So David, they were coming at him. His own men. They're at him. Were coming at him, Ben. So the, this, you can't. He's in despair. You know what? What? What do I do? What do I do? What did he do? He called God into his battle. He said to his the battle. He said, "Do you know who my father is?" And David said to Abitar the priest, Amalekite's son, "Please bring me the ephod here to me." And Abitar brought the ephod to David. So David inquired of the Lord, saying, "Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them?" And God answered him, pursue, for you will surely overtake him without fail and recover all. And he did, and he recovered more mm. than he even got. So if he just sat there in his own pity party, this mm. is what we're saying to you today. If you're sitting there in your own pity party, mm. you ain't going to get any better because that pit is just going to get deeper and you're not going to get out of it. What you got to do, you got to call God into the battle. Do you know who my father is to the struggles that you're going through? That's right, because in Psalm 40, David, again, says he lifted me up out the slimy pit, out the mud and the mire. He set my feet upon the rock. He gave me a firm place to stand. And I'm sure in the scripture that you read out, Simon, it says that David and his men cried for about three days and God said, stop crying. Stop. What do I do then, God? You chase the enemy down. What do I do when I get near him? You pursue him, you overtake him, and you take back. It is time to take back what the devil has stolen. It is time to take back your mind. That is the place that you've got to take captive take of every control. thought. Let Just hand the steering wheel over to Jesus and let, let him just take control. The blessings are before you. The promises are for you. God has written his book for you. God's word is about you. God is loving you. God is for you. But as a human being, the wasteland and the, the, the thoughts, the mind is just an absolute garbage tip some days, just an absolute tip of despair, thoughts and worries and doubts. And then thoughts and doubts lead us into fear and fear. It doesn't take us away from God, but what it does, it stops us from progressing. So I've got to get hold of my thought. I've got to get hold of my mind. And I've got to give my mind to God and say, God, you've got to come in and refresh my mind. Give me the words because out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. And, and it's, I, I believe now's the time. It, it's not to be, we don't be polite. They're not soft prayers. These are, are powerful, passionate prayers. We've got mm. to get passionate about something. Let's get passionate about Jesus. Let's get passionate about our Holy Father. Let's, let's not restrict <clears throat> him in what he can do because... No. If we just go to the whatever struggle it is, do you know who my father is? And bring him into the battle. And call him down. Call him into the battle and say, look, I am this, but I can't do this anymore. I can't do this in my own strength. You've got to do it for me and be passionate about it and give it to him with all your heart, not just a, a little simple little prayer, oh, Lord, if if you can, will you please, you know. No, just Give it large and see large things happen. <laughs> and you know what? There is power in the name of Jesus, and it's about your speech. Because if if I continue to speak negative words, I will 
pull that on myself. I've got to change the language, not into church language. I've got to change it into God language from the word of God. I've got to find the Psalm 40. I've got to pray the Psalm 40 and because I'm calling God in now. And he says, do not delay. Do not now, delay. God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, God. God. Hallelujah. God, glory to be the God, man, and we'll know the truth. And the truth will set you free. We'll see you in part two. God bless you.